Just a quick note before we start the show, this episode was recorded during COVID-19 with social distancing in mind. The inspiration for me is knowing that we can help not only feed people, we can help people feed themselves, but we can also start rebuilding or building a newer Mississippi, a healthier Mississippi, where people can actually live longer, can actually have a better quality of life. This is Soul Sessions, conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm Paul Wolf, along with Kim Lewis, bringing you a look at the people, the places, and the events that make us the city with soul. And today's show brings the farm to our table with our guest, Cindy Ayers Elliott of Footprint Farms. Cindy's putting fresh food in the hands of the community through church and school programs all over the city. Cindy says that she's wanting to plant more than just seeds in the soil. She wants to plant seeds in the mind. I'm excited to learn more about what she does, Kim. Let's start the show. Welcome, Cindy Ayers Elliott of Footprint Farm. Cindy, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure, as always. I am so glad you took the opportunity to tell us more about the things that you do. So I want to know more about you and the work that you do here in Jackson, Mississippi. Well, great. And thank you so much. Well, first of all, I'm the CEO of Footprint Farms, but I'm just a farmer. Or maybe not just a farmer. We are farmers. And we're right here in the city of Jackson, where we actually have 68 acres uh, that we farm or we call Footprint Farms. Um, We're farming a lot of vegetables right now. We are a rancher as well. Uh, Right now, we're doing uh, pasture management. So we have no animals on farm. We're just growing the grass and trying to make sure nature is taking care of itself. But for us, we're doing about 10 acres of vegetables. We do it in two combinations. We have what's called high tunnels, which is a structure that looks like a greenhouse, but it's naturally uh, with heat and air by Mother Nature. Um, So we grow a lot in that, which means we grow year round. So we are growing every day of the year that good lords give us to work with. We also farming about 10 acres outside of the tunnels uh, in the different fields. And we're excited about this because we're using a lot of practices that's good for the earth. Uh, we do conservational practices, working closely with USDA um, agriculture, with the Natural Resources and Conservation Center. So we're excited about that and to be able to grow great food, safe food, healthy foods, and take care of the earth at the same time. Cindy, you're a former investment banker out of New York City. Yes, as an investment banker, I actually worked in New York across the nation as well as abroad. I did a lot of lot of service in Africa and on the continent, working with a lot of countries and organizations there to work with economic development. So it's great to be able to use some of that knowledge that we've had and be able to put it now to practice. So we're excited about that. Uh, But for us here at Footprint Farms, our mission is very clear, is to bring access or availability to fresh, local, healthy foods that's affordable to the communities, especially in our city where we have so many um, communities that don't have grocery stores or don't have grocery stores that have uh, good food in them, uh, quality food. 
And that's where Footprint Farms mission comes into play to help bring access, affordable access to the communities for not only for um, for being able to be close to your food, but for health purposes. We know from our statistical data here in Mississippi that right now even more show is showing that if you're unhealthy or you have any underlying uh, diseases or causes, it will cost you to be more receptive to uh, Corona-19 um, right now. So we're looking to see how we can not only help fight this virus, but to look at future for fighting diabetes and hypertension and obesity. Now, Cindy, you mentioned that Jackson, um, there was a need for what you do here. What is it that has made Jackson the perfect launch pad for what you do? Well, one of the reasons, of course, by being a capital city and the largest populated area in the state, that means we have more people. So with one, more people also comes more need and more obligations. So for us, when you look at the number of grocery stores, you look at the number of um, people in the city, and even with the rural areas, this happens both urban and rural, not having proper access to grocery stores or to good food or to healthy foods. So even though we're in Jackson and it's a big part, but it's happening throughout our state. And, you know, we're in Jackson, but we serve a lot of the state of Mississippi. Uh, even this week, we'll be serving over 1,000 families, 15-pound um, boxes of food um, for the rest of this week. I mean, we'll be all over the state, but in our city as well, right in our, you know, five minutes from my farm, there is a still considered a food desert because there's no grocery store. However, because the farm is there, they have access to food that they didn't have before. And what we do, and again, a part of this is that we are a certified USDA farm, Harmonized Gap, but we also went in to get any and every type of certification we can receive in order to meet people where they are. We are certified by USDA Nutrition Program, where we're able to um, take the EBT cards, the SNAP cards, the benefit cards, wherever we are. Um, we're also certified by the state of Mississippi for their senior vouchers, for their WIG vouchers. So we'll, we, we work to be able to accommodate or to meet people where they are and understand that the need is great. And one of the ways that they are, the only way they're feeding themselves, it was subsidy. So if you're not able to meet them, then we're not doing a purpose. So for me, this is a, another reason why we're encouraging and showing other farmers how to do some of the same thing because it's so big. Uh, it's so much room for everyone to be able to come out and help and make a difference. So for me, right here in my city, uh, we're trying to not worry about the brick and mortar because that's not going to come. It's not going to be there. So we've got to start where we are. So we're looking at how do we do community gardens a different way because the way they're doing them now don't work. There's ways and we have a couple of best practices that we use in the community that I'm a part of that's working well. So we'll like to share a lot of that with other parts of the city and other parts of the state. As well as we were before this pandemic training a lot of people, farmers, new farmers and gardeners on how to grow differently as well as how to prepare it differently. Working closely with a lot of our great chefs here in the city, several other uh, plant-based chefs that we are working with in order to still keep the palate happy, but healthy happy for the palate. So that's, that's part of what we do. And we're, we're excited to be um, right here in my great city of Jackson doing that. 
Cindy, let's talk about what inspires you. What what gives you the passion and the power to do what you do? I'm inspired by knowing that we can make a difference if we work together. And a lot of times working together means just giving some information to other people and showing them how it can be done and making sure that you do more to just say the words, but show them the action. So for me, it's being able to teach, to educate, to pass on the knowledge and to bring on the components that we have available to us that we don't know about. So it's about information. It's about access to information as much as it is about access to food, understanding who the players are, where they are, what their roles are, and how you can make this line work for you. So the inspiration for me is knowing that we can help not only feed people, we can help people feed themselves, but we can also start rebuilding or building a newer Mississippi, a healthier Mississippi, where people can actually live longer, can actually have a better quality of life, not just for this generation, but the next generations to come. And we have to start that now. We can't wait. And we can't wait on anyone to do it for us. We've got to come together. I truly believe in we the people in order to make it more perfect union. We have to be the people. We have to come together to make it happen. Government is there for a purpose, but it's not our sole survival is government. It's us. And we have to pull together. We've got to utilize our city, the brain power that we have in from the universities that we have to the medical group gurus we have here to help make a difference. We need to stop putting out so much prescription drugs and put out prescription medicine as food to start doing this differently. Once we take care of a big part of the health part and a lot of other things changes for us here in Mississippi. My inspiration is to have a healthier city, a healthier state. And we can do that just by planting this one little seed or a couple of little seeds to get great harvest for the present and the future. So that's my inspiration and what we can do and and how we can do that. And we should be doing more. My grandfather would always say, be like an old refrigerator. And I could never understand what does that mean? He said, you don't want to hold anything. You want to tell it all. You want to let it go. So get it out there, but get out the proper information. So that's the part we want to know because so long we've been sold a bill of goods of words and no action behind them or no policies or nothing that we can actually stay with to be constantly around in the house. So we know that's good for one is good for all. And that's the part we have to work hard on in doing that. Now, Cindy, you mentioned what you do at your farm. How is it making a difference to your community? I, I know you do work with schools and you also have some involvement with We Will Go Ministries. Can you share a little bit of that with us? Absolutely. It goes back to great partners and partnerships. That's the big part of Footprint Farms is partnering, is bringing on different areas of people that's doing different things. And we're all looking to serve. We Will Go Ministry is a great ministry. Oh, they're great people and they're always doing what we do. It's making a difference in their community. And that's the part for us. Right now at Footprint Farms, we have four farmers that actually have an acre of land that I lease to them for $1. And on that $1 lease gives them access to everything that happens on my farm, but also to USDA. They now have a high tunnel on that spot of land that they lease for $1. And a part of this is, even though they lease it, 
is still under one umbrella. So we're doing this together, almost like an open co-op. And these are people from the community that we have shown how to grow and the love of the land and to look at this as a pathway to being able to go to get more of this for yourselves, but understanding that we too will continue to work together to bring this on. And when you look at that as a union or a cooperative, it makes so much sense to invest in this type of practice. Um, and so these farmers and we, again, as farmers, we work together. We plant one tunnel, we plant nine. If we harvest one tunnel, we harvest nine. And we do this together and, and making sure that everything is grown universally the same. So that when we go to the market as footprint farms, I know what its seed come from because we have to plant it. And then I know that that harvest from that seed is from the best that we can have from the beginning of the seed to the end of the harvesting process, to the cooling process, and then to our customers or to our clients. And it's the best it can be. You said you're just a farmer. I, I don't think there is more of a, an understated statement than that. I mean, just the ability to help so many people with not only planting that seed, but teaching them how to plant that seed. That's an amazing thing to do. Well, it, it is, and it, it makes a difference because I don't think it's making a difference. I see it making a difference because these are also families that uh, have um, a breadwinner that's actually uh, bringing home more than just bread, um, but they can live, and it's a comfortable living. It's it's making some money and making a difference and being able to take care of your family, but also changing this whole mindset about what farming is or what is not. You know, it's not my great grandmother's farm anymore and it's not sharecropping. It is a major impact of the world. We have to have food. When you look at our numbers in this country, all over the world, uh, for, you, for the United States of America, the second largest budget is agriculture, only second to the Department of Defense. So that should tell you the importance of food and what we need to do and, and what's the availability, and even more so to our cities. And during this time where you can't depend on the big trucks to be rolling in, you're depending on that local farmer that's out there toiling, but using the proper tools. Anytime you have the proper tools, a proper setting, you can make a difference. But we have to have access, access to the programs, access to the dollars, access to the knowledge to be able to continue and to take care of this earth. But now the other side of us in technology, I, I'm a techie. I love technology. But at the same time, we have to understand the important part of this technology starts with this earth and what we have. Uh, right now, we're doing a pilot program about to launch water-based, only growing in water. Uh, looking at this as another way to help the soil rest, uh, to rejuvenate itself, but yet still being able to produce the still the volumes of food. And getting more people, young people into agriculture, a different way of looking at it, you know, a different way of focusing on what it can do and what it is and how we do it. And growing in water, aeroponics, it's an easy way to get into this. You can have it in your living room. You don't have to have 68 acres. You can have a corner in your house and you can start growing some of your own food and water base. You know, into some new farmers, you will probably never have a tractor. But having this water base is something that you can do differently and make a good living at it at the same time. So we're excited about new technology of farming. With the city, with the city.
Cindy, this is one of my favorite questions to ask our guests. If you had 24 hours to show off Jackson to maybe a couple of visitors, um, where would you take them and what would you show them? Well, that's a great question. And first of all, let me just show them the history of my city. And I want to paint that picture even before they do a building or a site. I want to be able to tell them the story so they can see what I see and they can also imagine and can see the vision of what we see as a city. You know, first of all, I would show them the great people of Jackson, uh, starting from my downtown to the great mayor that we have from that standpoint, because you got to have that foundation. Then I would take them to the museum because I want them to understand our history from where we were to where we are, but to talk about where we will be because we do know our history. Then I want to take them around to go through our fairways and let them know we have a lot of fairways, but we have a lot of connectors and the connectors I want them to see is not a highway. It's the connectors of the people in the community and the love. It's about the people that make the city. And I want them to see and to feel that. So physically, yes, look at some things, but I want you truly to understand it is the people. Let me take you to Ferry Street to tell you once what it was, but what it can be. You know, let me take you to our university campuses to show you the knowledge and the great brain power that we have right here in our city. You know, let me show you our medical corridors that we're connecting into the communities. Let me show you my students and the school systems that we have that is the future of the city of Jackson and the state of Mississippi and impacting the world. So let me show you my Jackson and let you see it and hear it and feel it from my eyes. Cindy, where can we find out more about you? And about the work that you do. Oh, thank you so much. Please go to my website, which is footprintfarmsms.com. You can go to see me on Instagram, Footprint Farms. You can go into Twitter, Footprint Farms. We're on all of the social media. Go and see some of the great interviews we've had the pleasure to do. Uh, We're working great with the Bloomberg Projects. There's a lot of different friendships and partnerships that we do. We're working with a lot of pharmaceutical companies to say, yeah, you're a big drug manufacturer, but can you help us prevent? You got enough money already. How do we make people healthier? And let's give them a different way. So that partnership, you can find me in so many different places. But find me in the city of Jackson. Just say, hey, the farmer with the pink bus. And hopefully everybody know what to direct you to. But come visit with us and come see us on the website. See our world. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Now, here's what we're loving in the city with soul, a segment where we talk about a place or a thing that has us really excited about Jackson. And today, that's the Mississippi Farmers Market. Kim, have you been lately? I have. You know, I didn't realize that our farmer's market was the largest one in the state of Mississippi. I feel now that we were kind of spoiled by that without even knowing it. It's such a great place to go on a Saturday morning or in season on Thursdays as well to get fruits and vegetables and coffee and honey and uh, even craft items, all kinds of goodness happening there, Kim. There is also a cafe inside that serves breakfast and lunch every day. 
So you can pick up something to go with your vegetables. I've been there many times, the farmer's table. It is a delicious breakfast. Shout out to the pancakes that they don't have anymore, but that's that's okay. Everything else is so good. Uh, the farmer's market is operated by the Mississippi Ag Commission. It is on the fairgrounds off High Street. And again, you can visit them on Thursdays and Saturdays in season. We'll put links to the farmer's market in the show notes. Soul Sessions is hosted by me, Paul Wolf, And me, Kim Lewis. Show is produced by Visit Jackson in association with MWB Studios. Our executive producer is Ricky Thigpen. We were recorded and mixed by Parker Brewer. Our theme music is by Tania Sanders, recorded at Malico Studios right here in Jackson. Special thanks this episode to Cindy Ayers-Elliott, Jonathan Pettis, Tim Mask, and Mark Leffler. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kim Lewis. And I'm Paul Wolf, and you've been listening to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions.